You found it. No nonsense. No scripts. Real people on real issues. Hard hitting and action packed with logic, reason, and common sense. Everything you need and everything you've been looking for in a podcast. This is Dynamic Independence with Johnny Anderson, Bruce Adams, Marty Foster, and GP. Welcome to it. Happy Colonial Day, Bruce. How are you? Hopefully yeah, alive as usual. Yourself? I'm all right. It is Columbus Day. At least at the time of recording, it is Columbus Day. Uh, I did see a video today of... <laughs> it was down in the... Um, down in the Bahamas. Guy took a sledgehammer to a Christopher Columbus statue, and the police showed up to arrest him. He was in a bulletproof vest and everything else. Apparently, he was waiting for the police to take action, but uh, never really happened. But they did show up and arrest him. Uh, they didn't shoot him or anything. They took him into custody. But see, it's just a it's just a fine example of, of somebody that's taking it upon themselves to uh, uh, inflict, how do I put it, uh, justice onto... Um, well, the stain of colonialism uh, in in North America. Yeah, you know, it's just the, the stain of it all. You know, he was a, he was a racist slave owner. Is all he was, right? Is that mm-hmm. what we're told all day? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, just like our founders, they were all yeah racist yeah. white supremacist yeah. uh-huh. slave owners. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Is there something else on that? Interesting. A German court just ruled that uh, suspension of YouTube channels created by artists and actors who criticized COVID-19 restrictions of the government is unlawful. That's uh, counter to their narrative. It is. That's why I'm I'm kind of perplexed by it. What they, uh, what level of court was it? Um, I don't know. It just says German court, which uh, usually if it's like their constitutional court or something, which is like our Supreme Court, usually they'll say that. Uh, but I did see the court in Bavaria the other day, uh, or last week actually, because it's a new week, uh, last week ruled that... The curfews, remember the curfews that, that they had because the mm-hmm. virus knew that if you were out <laughs> past 8 p.m. until 5 a.m., it knew that uh, you were more susceptible. So, you know, the government, they had to do the right thing and, and lock everybody down after 8 o'clock. They ruled that that curfew that they imposed, uh, that was unconstitutional and illegal, too. Uh, I mean, thanks for catching up a year later, but, you know, it's a little bit too little too late as far as I'm concerned. But now that precedent's been set in a ruling because, well, we rule on precedents now, don't we? Yeah. Now, if you're an attorney that argues for that case, then you can say you can cite that case now and say the court here ruled that this is illegal. You can't do this. Sorry. You know, that's just the way that the legal system works, unfortunately, at this point in time. But, you know, we'll see. Facebook whistleblower. Let's talk about her. Mm. Now, here's a here's a woman who was on 60 Minutes. And then she goes, she goes before Congress the next day. Of course, Facebook had this massive crash and this outage, which I think was at this point looking at all this, I think was Mm self-inflicted. But that happened. She goes before the Congress the next day, the next day. Since when have you seen a whistleblower anywhere, anywhere go on 60 minutes, which no one watches. And then all of a sudden she's sitting in front of the U.S. House the next day. Then she's going to sit in front of the Senate. And then she was invited to go to the January 6th committee. Oh, and it gets worse. It gets worse. Now she's been invited to brief the Facebook oversight board about what she learned when she worked at Facebook. Also, when she's finished with that, she's also been invited. I'm sure this has got nothing to do with it. She's been invited by the European Union to come over and give a talk in Brussels 
about Facebook. All this just seems purely coincidental. It's not the fact that it's not the fact that she's a left wing activist, as all over her Twitter is. It's not it's not that. Uh, it's not that she was tied into Eric Sharamella, which for those who don't know, Eric Sharamella was the uh, the supposed whistleblower with the Steele dossier, the Christopher Steele dossier, that, mm-hmm. that trumped up piece of garbage that they took to the FISA courts 17 times before they could finally get a warrant through on it. They used to, to pull that sham impeachment, that, that Russian collusion piece of BS. It wasn't that she was involved with that firm. She was also involved with another PR firm that represented Jen Psaki, the White House press secretary. Does anybody think that this is all just happening by chance? I don't think so. Now she's saying, oh, well, uh, the government needs to step in. You've got you've to regulate Facebook. You have to step in. Now, there's more that's come out about her. This is National Pulse, Raheem Kassam, Natalie Winters. They do great work over mm-hmm. there. They, they really do. Uh, this is an exclusive that they put together. They did some digging on her. <laughs> Can you believe it? You know there's more dirt on her? Just a little bit? Just a little bit. Would you believe that? Here's a whistleblower. She has to be believed. What happened to the Me Too thing? She has to be believed, right? She must be believed. Her private Twitter account shows that she's also a Marxist sympathizer. Would you believe that? She's also an avowed Marxist? I I never would have guessed. An avowed Marxist? No. Hmm. Say it's not true. The corporate media's fetid Facebook whistleblower tweeted a number of racially charged comments, as well as claiming to have bought books by Karl Marx for her children, for her Marxism for her children. You see this? You see this? Francis, uh, I I think her name's Hagen, who went from nobody testifying on Capitol Hill within a matter of days, has been demanding mass censorship on social media, particularly those aimed at who don't share her worldview. Yeah, see, they're at the point now where they want all opposition completely shut down. You're not allowed to speak at all, at all. If you don't toe the line, and more than that, it it's not just going along to get along with them anymore. It's not that. It actually hasn't been that for a very long time, but now they're seriously committed, right? They're doubling down on that commitment, yeah? You got to have the, uh, uh, was one of the five stages of joining a cult, you've got to have the, uh, uh, the commitment to the conviction. You have to have that. Well, if you don't have that commitment to that conviction, then it's not good enough. You can go out and get the jab, but if you don't believe it, it's not good enough. It's not good enough. This is where they are now. Her own behavior on social media may serve to undermine her moral authority on the matter. A private profile linked to Hagen, which appeared in her biography for speaking events such as the 2015 Girl Geek Dinner, reveals an even more bizarre side of the former Facebook staffer. It also contains post dealings with work for her previous employers, such as Google, and her time attending Harvard Business School. We've never seen any Marxism coming out of Harvard University, have we? No. No, goodness, no. 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 Absolutely not. No, that's it's, it's just, it, it's awful. We've never seen any authoritarianism coming out of Google, have we? No. No. No, of course not. While the account at Frizzy is currently obscured, an archive of the profile from 2008 and 2009 reveals strange public posts made by Hagen. Among them, Hagen tells jokes stereotyping brown men and mathematics while recounting her airborne attempts at flirting. In another post, Hagen tweets about an awesome table of diversity featuring an Indian, redhead, blonde, African-American, and Asian never seen it in Boston, she adds. Uh, just on a side note, in reality, Boston, the city of Boston, that's among the top 25 most diverse places in America. Just saying. Just, just Yeah, I was going to say. Out there. And when were these tweets done again? 2008, 2009. 
and it was on a private account. But they how, were able to. How old is she? I'm assuming that would be her time in college. I'm I'm assuming so. 2008, 2009. Yeah, the, that'd be about right. So the, she'd be mid 30s. Yeah. Okay. Because that's what she looks like about that age is why I was asking. But I have a bit of an issue with. The, okay, we're using the same tactics of the left at this, and actually, I applaud that because the left have been using it against us all the time. So. Maybe it's time we used it against them. But my point is, um, that was, what, 13 years ago now? People change in that time period. Um, yeah, that's true. That's a given. I've changed a lot since that time. I'm sure you have too. Yeah. So I'm it, it, in that sense, I hate going back that far and looking at it going, oh, look, she did um, bigoted comments back then or racist comments back then. Yeah, but 13 years ago, it was okay to, to make jokes about either side of the race aisle. I mean, it, it, you, you could make those kind of jokes and nobody would get offended at it. Yeah, but they're canceling people now in the entertainment business because of this. They'll go back yep. 12, 13, 14, 15 years. I mean, what was Twitter back in 2008, 2009? It was nothing. It was nothing. What, maybe what, 30 people were on Twitter back then? I mean, it was nothing. Yeah. So, uh, you know, like they tried to get um, they tried to get like this one comedian. I can't remember his name. Short guy, short black guy, um, Kevin Hart. That's who it is. Kevin they Hart, tried to yeah. get they tried to get him on something that he tweeted 15 years ago, 15 years ago. Uh, 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 what, what, what like what, for what for what? So, yeah. All right. I'll, I'll go with this. Yeah, it's it's time they get it back once, once, just once. Well, we can't get once. Can't get once. Oh, I, I would I would say do it until both sides are say, OK, it's it's time we stop doing this nonsense. Well, we, you we know, need one to be using left's tactics. Yeah, you know one side's not going to quit no matter what. Uh, but anyway. well, then they're gonna they're gonna feel the pain just the same. I I I'm I hate going back that far and digging up stuff like that. It's time to do it though. At the same time, if you're going to go and cancel conservatives because of something they said, you know, a decade ago that you don't agree with, um, and maybe they since have apologized since then, and that's not pointed out. You know, they don't go and point that tweet out that they apologized for the other tweet they had done. You, you, you can pick and choose what was said back then. And nobody's going to look 13 years ago to go through the Twitter posts and whatnot mm -hmm. to, to see if they did apologize for it. So or if they had a turning point at some point in that time, there's so much that could happen during that time period. But you know what, if you're going to roast our people because of one tweet from a decade ago, it's time we roast your people. Well, she's talking about roasting the entire internet. Yeah. So, well, that's okay because I mean, it needs to be done, right? Facebook has got far too much power. They have far too much power. It's time. It's time for it. To why? Be done. Why again? Why are they going after Facebook, Twitter, the the social media you know giants? You know why? Well, no, 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 no. no. I mean, uh, hear me out on this. They're they're going after them, right? Big bad corporation. Oh, corporations are evil and bad. And at the very same time, big pharma. Oh no, they're okay. They're 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 angels. They're they're doing God's work. They're 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 trying to save people's lives. Saving people with a vaccine, Bruce. What's wrong with you? They're trying to save lives. That's what they're trying to do. Yeah, and and a few years before that, they were saying big pharma needs to be regulated and shut down. <laughs> Not really shut down, but you know, they were they were all but saying that. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. They were yeah. all but saying that. They were saying it about every every major corporation. They were saying it about Google yeah. and, and Facebook and all the rest of these. Oh, no, these these corporations are out of control. You got to go after Microsoft. You got to go after Google. You got to go after Facebook. Oh, now they're gods. Now, now they're gods. Yeah. Now you can't say anything against them. Yeah. And we, we have uh, the, the head of the NIH ID. He's 
in collusion with those companies. The, like he's on boards of the and like he's literally doing insider trading, but he's a saint. I mean, we joke about it on here, calling him Saint Anthony Fauci, but uh, that that's how he's viewed now. You, he yeah. can do no wrong when he's. Uh, it's just so frustrating. It's like it, it have some consistency. Just, just if you if you say corp- big corporations are bad and you want to break them up and they have too much power, they need more regulation. Stay consistent. Say the same thing about big pharma as you do about social media. Say the same thing. Stay consistent. But instead, it's whatever fits their narrative at the time. You know, we might have a uh, we might have a clip of the saint coming up here shortly. Something about Halloween and trick or treat. I I don't know. We'll see what he has. We'll see what the good doctor has to say about that. And one of his esteemed colleagues, one of his peers. We'll see what we'll see what you saw. The, <laughs> you saw this this. I'll bet you he's not even a real doctor. When you probably get right down to it, he's probably not. Even <laughs> probably not. Probably a paid actor. Yeah, <laughs> he they had the little yeah. text at the bottom of the screen. Paid actor, not a real uh-huh. doctor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, back to the uh, back to the Facebook whistleblower here. In a revealing post dated February of 2009, Hagen tweeted about purchasing comic books for her small cousin. Comic books. Is it, I'm wondering, is it the uh, the new DC comic character, uh, Superman, who is now a member of the LGBTQ2 plus IA community? Yeah, yeah. The, the retcon Superman that is yeah. now no longer Superman and the, the, the symbol of masculinity, the masculinity, a, a good male figure. You know, we, we had all these talks about to- uh, toxic masculinity. And yet he's a symbol of good masculinity, how to be strong and help people and sensitive at the same time. And now they're, they're taking that entire image and they're making him homosexual. It, it no longer can. It, it, it's frustrating. Mm-hmm. It, I'm, I'm not I'm not a huge comic book fan or or dc marvel i no, i enjoy the, the marvel movies it's the idea of what they're doing like it's the destruction of the yeah. cultures is, is well, what it is yeah but superman's been around since what world war ii i mean about that yeah. time is when he came out like the 30s or something like mm, that yeah like he's been around as a, a an american figure for a long time now and you're wanting to retcon him and completely destroy the image that he he had before it, it's it's exactly as you said. I, I honestly, it, I, I want nothing to do with the comic book world now. It's like you're doing that. That was one of my favorite as far as the DC universe. The what is it? Justice League Unlimited. The the cart. It was a cartoon that was more geared towards adult audiences but, uh, from like I'm in not, the 90s. I'm not sure on that one. I don't I don't know. Well, uh, it basically the the Superman of that one, Flash and uh, Batman. That is. The types of characters that I really enjoyed from the DC universe, how they portrayed them in that was fantastic. And that is a good message for uh, kids coming up and growing up, uh, young boys especially, to, to know how to be a good individual, like the concepts, and yet at the same time, uh, not give in to this toxic masculinity nonsense that we're, we're being shoved with. It's, it's frustrating. These are these are these are things that people look to for entertainment. That's the other thing that really bugs bugs me is you you watch entertainment to to decompress, to uh, get away from reality for a time, to just relax and enjoy yourselves, and and, and in some cases share in common interests uh, with individuals. You know, you you can nerd out about your favorite TV show or whatever. It, it brought some kind of fellowship and connection. Well, uh, technically across the country and. 
now they just want to completely eradicate it using Marxist idea. Just get rid of our history and culture and all of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, under Marxism, remember, there is no history. Everything you did before was a mistake. History is going forward. So the books that she purchased, including the uh, the comic books here, um, include works of Karl Marx, as well as communist philosopher and pedophilia apologist Michael Foucault. Wow. You bought okay, that so for a... You bought that for a, a child. If you were, okay, if you were buying those as, as an individual and you were putting them in your library and the intention yeah. is I mean, I you got need books. to be open to yeah, all yeah. forms I of got, thought, you know, I got history. books of Marx right here. I, I mean, I got, I got, das, I've got Das Kapital. I've got, yeah. um, I've got Communist Manifesto, but it's for reference. It, it's for yeah, reference exactly. purposes. It's history. It's a, it, yeah. It is history. That is as much as I hate to admit it. That is literature. That that is, uh, albeit it's uh, it's sick and insane. It's history. It's just like Mein Kampf. Mein Kampf. As much as as insane as that psychotic nut job was, that mass murdering psychopath. That is history. You must know it. You must understand it. So we don't repeat it. That's the point of it. Sorry, I didn't mean to. No, you're good. But but to teach that to the kids, I would probably teach it to my kids as well. And show this is what not to do. And this is why we support capitalism, uh, a free market, a free market of ideas, why we we uh, support these things. So in that sense, yeah, I, I would I would. But then the pedophile apologist, that one. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, apologetics for, for those it, apologetics is not apologizing for something. Apologetics uh -huh. is uh, debating and arguing a point. It, it, it's it's trying to change people's minds on a topic. Well, they have a quote here by uh, Foucault. He uh, said in a 1978 interview that assuming that I'm, I'm quoting here, assuming that a child is incapable of explaining what happened and was incapable of giving his consent are two abuses that are intolerable and quite unacceptable. One year prior I, I, to that, he signed a petition calling for the effective legalization of pedophilia in France. God, the, the the first statement could go so many different directions. Yeah, that's the problem with it. Uh, yeah, and, and then ugh, that that's that's. But the second statement puts it in light, mm -hmm. and yeah, it's just disgusting. Yeah. Well, I mean, these apparently but, this is what passes for acceptable reading in this uh, in this sick woman's mind to a small child. Well, we, we we've talked we've talked about what's been going on in California and the the laws they were trying to pass there and in some cases did pass like for example if you're hiv positive you don't have to tell your your partner that you are yeah uh you're not legally required to do that anymore or if you donate blood you don't have to tell people yeah. when you donate blood anymore i mean how like, how is that not akin to murder how 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 is that not akin to murder i i don't understand yeah. that one uh, I, I don't even know how how that i i cannot comprehend how that got through how that got passed it makes no sense well, I, I, it makes perfect sense if you have a bunch of people that were not elected or were elected by fraudulent means that aren't supposed to be there, then it would make perfect sense. Just just throwing that out there. That's why I say we need audits at the local, state and federal level in all 50 states. No exceptions. Zero exceptions. On this on that point, I'm sick and tired of this talk of politicians, Republican and Democrat and more than that, I'm I'm sick and tired of mainline talk show hosts talking about how we need to take the Democrats to the woodshed in 2022 and 2024. Gentlemen, there is not going to be a 2022 or 2024 if we don't fix the problem from November 3rd in 2020. Do you understand? 
We can have elections from 2022 until the end of time. It doesn't matter if there is no integrity in the system. Now, you can call me simple-minded, small-minded, whatever, because I'm not making hundreds of millions of dollars uh, like, like some of these other people. But to me, that's common sense. You have to fix what happened on that day. We can't go past November 3rd, or there is no 2022 and there is no 2024. I don't give a damn how many president or how many rallies President Trump has. I don't care. I didn't watch the last one because, quite frankly, I don't care what the man does anymore. You, you could have 100 percent of the population vote for one candidate. It doesn't matter. Because if you have the election, if the election system is not uh, secure, then all those people voted for the opposite candidate. Right. Supposedly, 81 million people voted for this guy, and you can't get more than 12 people in a hula hoop contest in a parking lot to watch him. And all of his YouTube, uh, the, 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 the live showings and the archived speeches that he does, they're downvoted into oblivion. I mean, they, they have comments disabled. They, they don't allow any interaction. Screw for him a speech in that scenario. And it's, yeah, he is the most voted for most liked president in American history. Okay. Uh, we keep drifting here. <laughs> Usually we're pretty good to stay on topic, but apparently we had a long weekend. I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, there's a lot of things that kind of interconnect with all these as well. That is true. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, additional posts unearthed by the National Pulse reveal Hagen instructed or instructing followers to contemplate how the world would be different if women were independent. Does that sound like one of the uh, feminazis talking to you? One of the feminist people? Yeah, the pink hat wears. Does that sound like something they would say? I'm 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 confused at uh, that state. If they were independent, I'm I'm yeah. sorry. Last I checked, they are independent. Huh. But yet, okay. uh, she also admitted that uh, she is the worst seatmate ever for having a cough and a runny nose and an oozing. Doesn't it sound like somebody you want to take home to your parents? Uh, an oozing wound and failing to bathe for two days. Well, that sounds like a sounds like a real. Real nice one there. These are some of the tweets that she put out in June of that year. Just walk past a man and woman fighting about money on the sidewalk. Contemplate how a world would be different if women were independent. I'm the worst seatmate. Oh, yeah, okay, whatever. Oh, independent in the sense yeah, of... Yeah, financially independent. Got it. Financially independent. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. many relationships are. They're, they're technically financially independent. In fact, some relationships actually... Uh, relationships tend to be a little rocky when the woman makes more than the man. Just, just throwing that out there. Mm -hmm. They, they tend to be that way, um, and it's because it's how men are wired. Men are wired to be the the provider. They're wired to be um, the, the protector. And when they're unable to do that, well, I mean, that's when you start seeing suicide rates go up. That's true. Uh, okay. Also, I'm sure that this again is just a coincidence. Uh, she donated 36 times, not once, not twice, not three times, but 36 times to Democrats, including to anti-primary extremists and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's campaign. I, I'm sure, that, again, that that's got nothing to do with uh, with the way she's thinking or, or anything like that. I'm sure it's just it's all by chance that she's there. She wanted to do the right thing and come out uh, and testify against Facebook and blow the whistle on Facebook. Uh, and now she's being invited all over the world. And it's not like she's biased or anything. I mean, looking at, at this this track record, you wouldn't think that she's biased in any way. Uh, w would you? No, clearly she's not biased at all. Clearly no. this is just an individual that's concerned about Facebook and their and Facebook's dealings. And uh, yeah, clearly it's just a concerned individual. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, Southwest Airlines. 
Let's talk about Southwest. And they had canceled was it something like 2,000 flights in the last few days. Uh, they've canceled another 500 a day, I think, so far. Southwest Airlines is saying that this is due to um, climate change, more or less. Uh, it's due to, um, uh, how do they put it? Let, let me just get the actual tweet here. They're saying that um, air traffic control issues, this is a tweet from Southwest Airlines on October 9th at 8 p.m. Air traffic control issues and disruptive weather. So climate, they should have just said climate change. They, they should have. Disruptive weather. Yeah. I mean, climate change would be more in line with the, uh, the times here. Have resulted in a high volume of cancellations throughout the weekend while we work to recover our operation. We appreciate your patience as we accommodate effective customers, affected customers, and customer service wait times are longer than usual. Okay. All right. That's the tweet they put out. Uh, not so fast. Next day, employees start responding to Southwest Airlines directly. They're saying this is not true. This is all untrue. This is not due to weather. All of our flights have been canceled because employees are walking out due to the vaccine mandate. We were notified at midnight that our second flight was canceled and they won't allow us to cancel the first leg that they were on. So they've been on hold for three and a half hours. They weren't even told. That's like what they did here when they put vaccine passports and mandates in. And, and test mandates and all the rest of it. We're going to move to a tier system. They, they've introduced the tier system here like they did in the UK last year that failed miserably. They've introduced a tiered system here now, uh, which is complete garbage. It's just meant to confuse you and, and you know, regulate how much business you do and all the rest of it. It's, it's, it's a hoop that you're never meant to jump through. That's all it is. It's a carrot in the stick. You never get the carrot. You're always being led around by it. So that was um, the, the numbers you gave there, by the way. Um, that was 28% of all flights on Sunday. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, but uh, you see, comrade, that was due to climate change. Well, we do have that um, solar storm. That's true. Okay, now that would be a reason for canceling flights. I mean, extra radiation in the atmosphere. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you are exposed to a little bit more radiation when you're flying like that, especially at 36,000 feet for 10 hours or longer. That's true. That is true. You do get hit with more radiation when you're at that altitude. But... Now the mandates are being passed down. Now you're starting to see the numbers really aren't where they've been saying, I don't believe this. Like, I, like I've been saying the, this whole time, 80% of the country, uh-uh, no, I, I don't think so. 80% of the country has at least one dose. Don't believe that. I, I don't believe that. With the amount of hospital workers you're firing, the amount of doctors you're firing, the amount of people that are now walking off the job. Last year, these doctors and these nurses, they were frontline heroes. We were supposed to go out there and clap and bang pots and pans and, and sing their praises. And you were bad. You were evil. If you, uh, if you didn't praise them on social media and you didn't have a banner up for them, what in the hell's wrong with you? Support our doctors. Support our frontline workers. They're out there. They need all the PPE. They don't have vaccines. They're, they could get COVID. They're risking their lives. Now you're throwing them to the curb like yesterday's garbage. Now they're villains. What about the ones that had it? Tell me the medical sense that it makes. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nurse or, or anything like that. But science and data and basic medicine tell me, not to mention the fact I've had members of my own family who have been involved in healthcare for their entire lives. So believe me, I know all about it. I've been hearing about it all my life. And I've been fully vaccinated. Just saying. No, I'm not talking about COVID. <laughs> I've had all my vaccines. All of them. Okay? So I'm not an anti-vaxxer. But medicine tells us when you have a virus or an infection of some kind and you develop natural immunity to it, you don't go out and take a vaccination. Do you have any idea what that could do to your system after that? 
that could cause your system to have a, a, a violent adverse reaction because you're already immune to it. This is this is insanity. This, this is absolute insanity. We're, we're on a runaway train like the brakes have been pulled off of this thing. Dr. McCullough, Dr. Peter McCullough gave a speech on this. Uh, it's only about a minute. Uh, gave a speech on this. Unfortunately, it's not the whole thing, uh, but he gave a talk on this just the other day explaining exactly this. Listen to this. What happened? Well, we now know that this early safety warning in this peer review publication from Jessica Rose clearly failed. Look how high those mortality numbers were by April. It clearly failed. We had Americans dying at, after vaccination. It was obvious. This is an obvious data signal. This is obvious. All experts agree it's obvious. Now, as of September uh, 24th, it's raced up to 15,937 Americans have died. Over 250,000 Americans after the vaccine have been hospitalized, gone to their urgent care or office visits. You can see the temporal relationship on the bottom bar graph. You can see that sharp spike upwards. Sadly, we have over 20,000 Americans that the CDC tells us are permanently disabled after the vaccine. That's bigger than some major cancer groups. That's bigger than some major cancer groups. The disability that we are going to see due to these vaccines will go down in history as an unbelievable atrocity. I made a presentation uh, to the um, to the Heritage Foundation in Washington that provides a lot of oversight uh, to the House and the Senate, as well as the agencies. And I made this presentation. You could hear a pin drop when I was done, pin drop. And finally, one of the former presidents of the American Medical Association said, Dr. McCullough, we have the biggest biological catastrophe on our hands in human history with a medicinal product. And we've had two administrations buy into it. We've had two all the houses of legislation buy into it. We have the entire medical established buy into it and the whole media and no one knows how to stop it. No one knows how to stop this freight train and we're all witnessing it right now. No one knows how to stop it. Well, I don't claim to be somebody that has all the answers, never have been and never will be. But I think the first thing you want to do if you want to stop this, you should first and foremost, and this is right here, this is already, this this point is already going to make the whole conversation irrelevant. Let's start with the fact that you've been wrong. Let's start there. Let's start with the fact that you have taken centuries of what we've learned about science and medicine and data, and you have thrown it out the window to to establish some, God help us, some sick agenda that where we think this might be going. No, it's 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 for your safety and the betterment uh, of the planet. This is this is th this is disgusting. I mean, this is this is sick. This is something like this. What we're living through right now. This is a wet dream of the of the Third Reich. That's what this is. That that's what this is. That's how disgusting this is. That's how sick and insane the Western elites and their their little henchmen in these governments have gone. How bad? I, I've been asking this question for the last 18 months. How bad is it? You government people, how bad is it? Will one of you, one of you, I don't care which one it is, one of you, some low level person, whatever, will one of you come out and make a statement? Just one of you? Are you that terrified? Have they threatened to murder your entire family? I don't know. I'm asking the question. Do you think you're going to nah. get a seat at that table? Because you're not. No, nah, I, don't, I don't think it's any of those things. I, I think it's legitimately they think they're doing what's right. But you just heard the guy. You just heard the good doctor. He says you've had two administrations. 
you've had an entire academic uh, group. You've got hospitals, med- medical people, all the rest of it, the media, everybody else. They've all bought into this thing. And no one wants to come out and say, uh, sorry, we screwed up here. No one wants to come out and say that. Nobody. Nobody wants to admit no. that we're headed down this this road of just insanity. It is insanity what's happening. Yeah, because they because they believe they're doing what's right, but they're, they're not they're fully this is, given in. But this is you, you cannot deny the data that he's presenting. This is the same data we're looking at. They're telling us all day to look at data. Fauci and the rest of these clowns are telling us all day to look at data, follow the data, follow the signs, follow the, the dynamics, blah, blah, blah. CNN tells you that mm. all day. MSNBC tells you that all day. They're banking on the fact that their dumbed down idiot viewers aren't going to do any of it. They're not because they're all jabbed. The data in the well, science, we're looking at that. We're looking at that. Granted, it is difficult to read. We're looking at it. And it's all pointing in the opposite direction from where they say it's going. But for those that are in in the, the administration or, or a part of this machine, they're doing what's right. And it, it's, you know... So you, you 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 have to you have to break a few eggs to make an omelet. So you know I mean, what I read a I read a book, Gulag Archipelago by Alexander Solzhenitsyn. For anybody that's looking for a uh, any book documenting the horrors of the Soviet Union, and I'm not talking about the one book abridged version of uh, 600 pages or whatever it is. I'm talking about the three volume set that's very hard to come by. The full story. The man won a Nobel Prize for what he talked about. And one of the things that were stated in that book, I saw a lot of broken eggs. I didn't see any omelets. But it's, we got it this time. This is different. We, 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 we can do it this time. All those other times failed because we didn't have the right technologies or the right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, again with that. Yeah. Well, we just we, we have to try this time. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that what dear old Klaus said? Oh, we have to try. Yeah, we have to try. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, we have to try. Anyway, okay, so that's the uh, that's the airline thing, yeah, it's, and that's that's the actual numbers. Uh, you're you're going to start to see the real pushback now because people are being put out of a job. They're being put out of a job now. They might have a little bit of a financial cushion to hold them over for a little bit, but that's not forever. What do you think is going to happen to the people that finally run out of money? You going to put them on the dole? I'm actually interested to see where this is going to go. Quite frankly, I, I'm really interested to see this. I'm interested to see where this is going to go when they say that you are no longer going to receive your food stamps, your welfare money, your social security income until you've had a jab. I'm ready for that. Do you understand what that's going to do? Because you've got a largely dependent population, not just in the United States, but in on the continent of Europe. That's the population of people that you've already got on the dole that don't want your vaccine. That's going to get really interesting. On top of that, and, and I think that I think that what they're trying to do right now, they're trying to it's a race right now because you've got the Facebook. Let's look at the Facebook thing. Let's go back to that for just a second. You've got the Facebook thing. Do you know why Facebook is coming out making this play now? Because Facebook's losing people. I said a couple of days ago, Facebook, by the year 2025, will have more dead people on it than living people. They're trying to shut down everybody else outside of them so they stay relevant. That's their play. Then you've got the establishment making this play with Big Pharma and uh, the tech companies involved with that and governments and all the rest of it with Klaus Schwab and the rest of this whatever, uh, these garbage banker boys. You've got these people working on the medical side of things, trying to enslave people through vaccine passports, vaccine mandates, taking your livelihoods away and all the rest of it. They're trying to collapse the system and come out on top of it before resistance gets big enough to where they cannot do that. That's what's happening. As much as I hate to say that Donald Trump was right about one thing, he was right about one thing. He said at CPAC, if anybody remembers CPAC a few months ago, he said at CPAC, 
Next, they're going to say there's too many people, too many people. As fate would have it, when we've been waiting on this headline, right? What we know, we all know that that's the, the agenda behind the scene, right? Agenda 21, 20, agenda 2030, UN agenda 2050, what, whatever, you know, the sustainable, whatever, this, this uh, the carbon crackpot nonsense coming out of Davos and World Economic Forum. All this is about depopulation. Bill Gates, all that stuff. We've got Bill Gates calling for genocide using vaccines and abortions standing on stage, at a TED talk. Of course, that was taken out of context. That was fact checked by the mainstream media. They said that was well, that was taken out of context. The man's literally calling for genocide and people are laughing at him. We've been waiting on a headline for this. Reduce population to save the planet, according to a former UK finance chief. Would you say that that's somebody that the bankers have in their back pocket already? A former finance chief for the UK? Yeah, maybe. May, maybe. Uh, I mean, it's a possibility. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. Britain and other Western nations should welcome declining populations and aging demographics as it will help them meet climate change goals. Uh-huh. We're starting to see a clearer picture now? Yeah. In a report from Population Matters entitled Smaller Families and Aging Populations, Lord Adair Turner, Lord, you hear this? Lord. Which Marty's actually a Lord too. I didn't know that. The chairman of the UK Energy Transitions Commission and former head of the Financial Services Authority argued that declining native populations will enhance prosperity. It'll enhance. You see, it'll enhance. Yeah, it'll enhance. You get rid of all the, uh, uh, what was Klaus Schwab and, and what what did the, the Nazis call them back in the day? Useless eaters. Get rid of all them. Then, uh, well, yeah, you'll have, a, you'll have a more prosperous society. The biggest reason to welcome this demographic shift is that it results from the free choice of empowered people, and in particular, women. But ceasing endless population growth will also reduce humanity's future press on the natural environment, ease the challenge of adequate housing provision, and make it easier to achieve net zero greenhouse gas emissions while supporting prosperity growth in developing countries. Does that sound like it's something right out of the World Economic Forum? I would say so. Almost word for word, quite frankly. And that also goes along with Bill Gates saying in that TED Talk when he was comparing population, population growth and human consumption to CO2 emissions, wasn't he? he? He was. I believe he was. It's almost like he was sitting in the front row, lapping up every word that, uh, that dear old Bill was saying there. Or maybe they have the same mentors. Could be. Could be. Or maybe, maybe one mentors the other. I don't know. Who knows? That's possible. I personally think that Gates has been tasked with that. I don't think Gates is, uh, I don't think Gates is actually the mastermind of it all. I think he's just been tasked with it. Same thing with Schwab. I, Schwab's an academic. He's a theorist. He's a, I, I think he's idealistic and he believes in this great reset stuff. But I don't believe that Schwab is actually the, um, I mean, let, let's be honest. If Schwab wasn't being bankrolled and paid by someone, then he would be dismissed as a crackpot lunatic failure at a university somewhere. He'd have, what, what, maybe 50 students in a university somewhere believing in this nonsense he's talking about? Because it's going to kill hundreds of millions of people. But it's it's for for the planet. Yeah, it's for the earth. Yeah. Do you remember we talked about the book Ecoscience? Do you remember we talked about that? We were making the mm -hmm. comparisons to the ideology of where they were, the Malthusian ideology from Sir Thomas Malthus, being adopted by Bill Gates and, and all the rest of it. These are the people that called Margaret Sanger, who was the founder of Planned Parenthood, a hero. She, she was a heroine to these people. Yeah. Now, this lord here, do you remember I said that they, they're hypocrites themselves? They have large families or some of them don't have anything at all? Yeah. One of the two? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. this, this lord here, okay, um, he, uh, he himself, who is calling for uh, basically the genocide of you and your family, he himself is a father of five, and he suggested that um, 
it's almost like he was reading this book too, is suggested that fertility rights could be sold in order to incentivize poor people not to have children by profiting from the sale of their child credit to wealthier people. Uh, it's almost like uh, eugenics or almost, uh, yeah. something of that ilk. Mm. Yeah, sounds like something right out of Cold Springs Harbor. Anyway, um, okay, on to the saint, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Oh, yes, my favorite. Yeah, your favorite, your favorite. You're probably wondering about Halloween, aren't you? Yeah, Halloween's coming up here in a couple of weeks. You're probably wondering about it. Yeah. I am. I'm, I've been waiting. I've been waiting to see if if kids and and parents have the go ahead to take their children out for. I think what do they get? Ninety minutes this year. Ninety minutes. I think is what they get. Now, see, we couldn't have it last year because of COVID. You see, you could have killed Grandma this year. I think he said we're going to allow it. Uh, I think he said we're going to allow it, but he's he's not he's not sure yet. He doesn't want to jump to any conclusions. I don't think. Just kind of like Christmas. You know, it's too early to tell. It's too early to tell. Here he was on CNN's State of the Union. Here's something I haven't said for a while. Some cities are talking about rolling back COVID restrictions as the Delta surge starts to ease. Is the U.S. moving into a new stage of the pandemic and can people start to relax a little bit? Well, joining me now to talk about that is Chief Medical Advisor to President Biden, Dr. Anthony Fauci. So, Dr. Fauci, more than three in four eligible Americans have now gotten a vaccine shot. For the first time in more than two months, the U.S. is reporting fewer than 100,000. Did she say three out of four Americans have gotten at least one COVID shot? I don't buy those numbers. Sorry, I, I, I don't. I really don't. Not with the not with the amount of people you have walking off the job. You've got you've got thousands of airline employees that are walking out. You've got thousands of truck drivers that are about to walk out. It's not just Southwest Airlines that are walking out. All the other airlines are now walking out too. You also had hundreds of thousands of military that have not taken it. Mm -hmm. We have what? What is it? 400 and some thousand? So that means if you have hundreds of thousands, plural, uh, that means it's at least 200,000. That means at least half the military has not taken the job. Mm-hmm. Which would be about right, I think, if I had to guess. They're purging the workforce, the medical system, and the government all at once. And not to mention the contractors that you're going to lose. You're going to lose contractors from this, too. Anyway, moving right along here. Daily cases. So are we at a new hopeful moment in the pandemic? Well, Danner, it's certainly going in the right direction. As you mentioned, the, the seven-day average of cases is below 100,000. It's about 95,000. Hospitalizations are down below 10,000, around 7,400. And deaths are down uh, below 2,000. They're now around 1,400. So it's certainly going in the right direction. That's the good news. And, and hopefully it's going to continue to go in that trajectory uh-huh. downward. But we have to just be careful that we don't prematurely declare victory in many respects. We still have around 68 million people who are eligible to be vaccinated that have not yet gotten vaccinated. And even those who have been vaccinated, I mean, you you want to look forward to holiday seasons and spending time with your family and doing those sorts of things. But don't just throw your hands up and say it's all over. Because on the one hand, we we do want to celebrate Mm -hmm. and look forward to the fact that we are going in the right direction. But if you look at the history of the surges and the diminutions in cases over a period of time, they, they, they can bounce back. So we, we don't want to always, you know, be, be on our edge that right. it's going to happen because it won't if, if we do what we should be doing, uh-huh. namely particularly right. getting more people vaccinated. Uh, the, yeah, another important point, Dan, uh, is masks? that 
right now the the data regarding the safety and the immunogenicity of vaccines in children uh, is going to be coming before the FDA relatively soon. Oh, that's And if yeah. they then yeah. wind up getting vaccinated, then yet you have another segment of the population that can be protected. So you mentioned the holidays, Thanksgiving. The, the data doesn't show that. I'm sorry, there, there is no data to support any of what he just said. None of it. And Christmas, it's hard to believe it. They are just around the corner. Canada just imposed a vaccine mandate for eligible travelers on airplanes. Former President Obama's Secretary of Transportation, Ray LaHood, says that the White House should push airlines to mandate vaccines or mandate them itself. So would you like a vaccine mandate for air travel in effect for the holidays? You're not going to have her. Well, it depends on what you mean. If you're talking, you know, we, we do now have a situation uh, when people coming in from outside of the country who are not United States citizens, they really must require that they get vaccinated as well as getting ho, tested. Ho, before. ho, ho, ho. No, 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 no. Stop right there. All of those tens of thousands of Afghan refugees that were brought in by plane, because obviously they didn't walk there like they were walking across the southern border. We were not requiring them to get vaccinated. They weren't even getting tested. They were being given ivermectin and they were being sent on their way. We're not even allowed to get ivermectin. My home state of Ohio, this is what's happening right now. If you're a patient in the state of Ohio, the pharmacists are being instructed not to fill prescriptions for ivermectin that's been given to you by a doctor. Why in the name of all that is sacred and holy, are we not even considering something that might help? Why are we not even considering that? If a doctor writes me a prescription for something, I'm going to take it to a pharmacy and I'm going to get it filled. It is not the pharmacist's job to say, I'm not going to fill that prescription. That is your job to fill what the doctor tells you to fill for the patient. That's your job. You're not to block that. How in God's name is that? Like, not, none of this can be legal. None of this. Well, we already know that Fauci and company, that we already know that they're operating outside the law. How, how does it, unless it's a fraudulent prescription, then I understand why you wouldn't fill it. That makes perfect sense because you can't fill it because you'll lose your medical license. So that I understand. But if it's a legit script from your doctor, you damn well better be filling that one or we're going to be having a really bad day. If I'm the patient. Yeah, I've 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 heard of um, instances where there's been a diagnosis that wasn't COVID. It was something else. Yeah, it was uh, something else. Yeah. Um, and they were prescribed ivermectin, which is the standard uh, procedure for this um, ailment. And they went in to go fill that prescription from Walgreens. And Walgreens said, nope, you can't have it. That's unbelievable. I'm sorry. That uh, you don't make those decisions. The doctor does. All right. So this is Fauci. Uh, let's get back to Fauci here. Fauci on uh, on what you can do for Halloween this year. One last question. Um, Halloween is just around the corner. A lot of parents are wondering how to trick or treat. Do they hand out can candy? Do they walk around yes. with their children? T tell us what we What's can your do. guidance? Get, give us guidance, doctor. I think that particularly if you're vaccinated, but you oh. can get out there. You're outdoors for the most part, at least when my children were out there doing trick-or-treating, um, and enjoy it. I mean, this is a time that children love. It's, it's a very important part of the year for children. I know my children enjoyed it. So, I mean, again, particularly if you're vaccinated, if you're not vaccinated, Wear a mask. again, think about it, that you'll add an extra degree oh, think of about, protection think about it. to yourself and your children and your family and your community. So it's a good time to reflect on why it's important to get vaccinated, but go out there and enjoy Halloween as well as the other holidays that will be coming up. 
I was just told I actually have a few extra seconds, so I'll put this oh, question thank to God. you. How thank long God. do you think it will be until it's safe for vaccinated people to once again be indoors without a mask? Oh, that's a good question. You know, I it's always tough to predict that. I think yeah. if we continue to go down <laughs> in the cases that we're seeing right now and more and uh -huh. more people get vaccinated. Tell us about dynamics the dynamics of the outbreak, <laughs> mainly, the amount of virus circulating in the community goes down. I hope we'll be able to pull back on some of those restrictions to get closer to what we really feel yeah. is normal in the community. I hope yeah. that's soon, but I yeah, can't give a prediction yeah. of a date on that, Dana. What do you need to see? Well, I need to see the dynamics of the outbreak in right. the community go right. way down. Right now, even though we just said it's going in the right direction, we have less than 100,000 cases a day. It's about 95,000 as the seven-day average. That's still way too hard. Oh, it's too much. We yeah, want to get you, you way, need to get it down to where there's no infection. I mean, I'd like no. to see it yeah. well below 10,000 and even right, much right. lower than that. Yeah, but when you're yeah. at 95,000, that's still a situation where you have a high degree of dynamic circulation a virus in Got the it. community. Now, see, Bruce, when you have when you when you have high viral dynamics like that circulating in a community, then you you just can't be too careful. Especially if you're vaccinated and you're in an indoor setting and you have to wear a mask, you you just can't you can't be too careful. But hopefully, hopefully, as those case numbers continue to drop, you'll be able to to pull that back. Just a just a little bit. You notice he doesn't give a definitive answer as to when that's going to end. Yeah, because of the 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 uh, leaving it open, shall we say, just kind of, uh, you know, I, I, I think they're going to they're going to backtrack on this statement. I think we still have, what, 20 days as of this recording before it's Halloween. Um, they're they'll I, I feel like they're going to back down on this you think and they're going to say, oh, to a degree, I, I think so. I, I think um, they're they're probably going to say, "Oh, you have to wear masks," or um, you know, if you're unvaccinated. I don't know. I I feel like this is a if they don't, it's a missed opportunity to gaslight the population. And you know, all of last year, they took every chance they could get to gaslight you, to yeah. gaslight you, and they've been doing that this year as well. So I I will be surprised. If they don't back down. Yeah. Well, they've already tried. If you notice, they've already tried. They put the feeler out there. Fauci put the feeler out there last week with Christmas and it got backlash on it. So he he had to do a retraction 24 hours. He had to reverse. It. He said, oh, no, that was all taken out of context. And then the CDC, the day the day after that, said, consider doing a, a virtual Thanksgiving party uh, and wave to your neighbors. <laughs> don't approach them. Just wave to them. Yeah. Consider doing that. They got backlash for that. So they're already putting the feelers out for Thanksgiving and Christmas. And I'm I'm with you on that. I'm almost positive they will do a backpedal as the time gets closer. They'll get to this hurdle of Halloween and they'll say, oh, yeah, enjoy it. But then a few days before all oh, these these spikes are they're, they're everywhere. We're going to have to we're going to have to dial it back and and we're going to have the mayors and the and the state governors cancel it all or they're going to uh, pull it back. They'll have restrictions and you can only do this. You can only do that. So it'll be Halloween. Uh, this is this is my prediction. It'll be Halloween, but it'll be Halloween with restrictions, heavy restrictions. That's my call. I don't want to see any kind of restrictions. Just to be clear, this isn't something I want to see. It's just I, I expect they're going to try to do something like that. Uh, they're they're going to gaslight you again. If they end up not gaslighting, I'm going to be surprised and I'm going to be wondering what, okay, what game are you playing then? What what else is at hand? Do we really have to ask at this point? Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I'm, I'm still asking because, uh, yeah. 
All right, so last topic here. I did see a case in Wyoming at a Wyoming high school a couple of days ago. Student refused to put a mask on. A teen girl refused to put a mask on. The school called the police. The police came down to the school. They arrested the girl and they put the entire school on lockdown because she refused to wear a mask. What What in the hell world are we living in? What world are we creating? I, I, I just want to point out the fact that this is a teen girl that did this. Where in the hell were the guys standing up in defense of that girl? I, I know it's technically teenage, blah, 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 whatever. But uh, I was already to the mind, like even in the teens, <laughs> middle school, hell, even elementary school, I had already had it ingrained in me that uh, you defend women, right? That that's that's as a dude, you defend women. This chick is standing up for not only is it a constitutional right, but against this lunacy. Where were any of the guys to stand up and, and defend, stand with her? Uh, that's disappointing. It is disappointing. And this is even more disappointing. As we've played clip after clip after clip, and quite frankly, it's I'm getting tired of playing them because it's it's obvious at this point where the problems and the cases and the spikes and the deaths and the hospitalizations, it's obvious where they're coming from. It's coming from the people that have been jabbed. That's what the data is showing. That That is, that is as the doctor said at that, uh, uh, Dr. Stillwagon said at the county commissioner meeting in Florida, he said, it has got to be painfully obvious to you people at this point that the problem is coming from the vaccinated people. Colorado State University threatens to arrest unvaccinated students. Arrest them. It's a religion to these people. It is a religion. It's not enough to take it. You have to believe in what you're doing. It's not enough. The, uh, the woman on ESPN, you know, they mandated the, the thing. She went out and took it. And she says she, she publicly said right after she got it, she gave an interview and she says, look, I took it because I like my job. I want to keep my job. OK, that's your choice, lady. You like it because you want to keep. Your job. OK, fine. You made your choice. Of course, I don't think they're giving people a choice, but not when it comes to threatening your livelihood. There is no choice. She's but suspended. Did they suspend her? Yeah, she's suspended. She's I don't know if they're actually firing her yet or not. I haven't heard anything more on it. OK, so let me but get she straight. was suspended. She was put on leave. Let, let me get this straight. She took the shot yeah. because she wanted to keep her job. She gives an interview, and that's the only thing I can assume at this point. That that's why she... Yeah. It's the only thing I can assume at this point is why she actually lost her job. She took it. She goes and gives an interview saying that she took it because she likes her job, She but she believes that it should be a personal choice as to whether or not people should go take it. You see, she took it, but that's not enough. She doesn't believe it. She's not like yeah. the, uh, the the sick governor of New York that wears a vaccinated necklace and talks from the pulpit about, you're the smart ones. God chose you. God gave us the vaccine. Be my apostles. It's a cult. It is a cult. It's a sick religion. You have to believe in it. You have to have conviction in the belief. It has to be there. You have to believe it. It's not enough to just do it. Yeah, there was, uh, when you go in and listen to the interview... Uh, she said five or six things that probably got her suspended. Um, she talked about Disney in there because uh, ESPN, they, they're, they're Disney. Mm -hmm. um, she talked about disagreeing with the mandate, uh, not wanting to take the vaccine, you know, all those kind of topics. And yeah, that, that, no question. That's why she was suspended. Uh, it, uh -huh. It's because she didn't agree. She did not. As you said, she didn't like it. She didn't love it. She's not an apostle for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I'd just like to say the people that are pushing this down upon people, they're not taking it. 
You can put those people up there all day long. You tell me that's not saline water. Tell me it's not a spring-loaded needle. Sorry, I wasn't born yesterday. I was born the day before. Colorado State University threatens to arrest unvaccinated students. If you are found on university property or in any university building, you may be cited or arrested for trespassing and face other disciplinary action. Apparently, nobody at this university understands how to read scientific data. Apparently, they don't. This is why academia is torpedoed in the United States. It's finished. The professors you pe- and the administration, the deans, you people are human garbage. You are human trash. That's all you are. You're pathetic. You are pathetic. You're supposed to be the enlightened educators. You're frauds. You're fools. You're losers. These, these people lost their damn minds. Colorado State University trespassed and threatened to arrest unvaccinated students after learning they failed to submit proof of COVID-19 vaccination. You think it's because the students can actually think? You, you think it's because they decide how they want to manage their own health? You think that we don't know better than some uh, some disgusting elite? You, you think we don't know better than that? This is why they uh, lose are, are, in the end. Are we okay with this uh, as America? Are we okay with... This is this is supposed to be an education center, right? You're you're supposed to learn how to think, and you're being barred because of your uh the the well your medical status your medical status your they're discriminating against you because of your health. I I, I thought discrimination of that sort was illegal here in the United States. I thought we weren't. Uh, I thought that wasn't equitable or or whatever the BS that the left gives us. No, see, they're finally showing their true colors. They are. The segregationists. That's what they are. And that goes for every other government around the world that crazy lunatics such as ourselves have been warning about for years. You have no idea the types of people that these people really are. They're not tolerant. They're not inclusive. They're not caring. They're not loving. They're not liberal. They're the antithesis of all of those things. They are masters of deceit and doublespeak. That's all they know how to do. How dare you? Yeah, yeah, how dare you? When you have somebody that says one thing and then does another, that is the textbook definition of a sociopath. This is what we're dealing with. We're dealing with psychopaths and sociopaths all throughout the Western world. In an email sent to unvaccinated students, I'll see it was, yeah, how inclusive is that? How inclusive is that? Yeah, it was sent to only unvaccinated students. It was obtained by Turning Point USA. Colorado State University alleged that unvaccinated students pose a threat to the safety and well-being of the university community. Why? Because you can't spread it too? Is that is that why it is? Because you can't spread it as effectively as everyone else? Let me ask you a question. To all of the institutions, all of the businesses, all the venues and everything else, airlines and buses and everything else, what is going to happen to you? When your clientele are too sick or dead to come into your business, what's going to happen then? If you have large groups of vaccinated individuals continuously getting sick or falling ill because of a compromised or, in worst case, rewritten immune system that's being tossed around now, how often do you think they're going to be frequenting your establishment, especially if they are infectious? and spreading it to other vaccinated people. Do you remember the doctor we played that was standing up talking to the school board? And he said, if you keep mandating these, your school will close. Your employees and your staff, your board members, your staff, your administrators, they will all be sick or dead, and they will not be able to come into work. Your school will close. Your business will close. Now, granted, it's going to take some time. It's not like this is all going to happen tomorrow morning, but it's going to take time. This is why I say the lawsuits are 
I mean, granted, it's like you can put court orders in to stop this, which is what Southwest and, and other companies are doing now. You can put court orders in to stop this. But quite frankly, that takes time. Class action lawsuits for all these damages like uh, Dr. McCall is talking about, that takes time. We don't have time. We don't have the luxury of time. They've put us in a predicament where we either respond or we don't make it. And the worst part about it is, is if you keep jabbing people over and over and over again, you're going to create a problem, an even bigger problem than what we're in now, because then you're going to be in a situation where we're going to be dealing with a virus that is going to evade all forms of immunity. That's going to be the biggest conundrum we're ever going to find ourselves in. And so this path that we're on, we've got to pull the emergency brake. We've got to do an emergency U-turn. Hell, we've got to derail the train at this point not continue on this path. This path, this is certain destruction, the path that we're on. We cannot continue on this track for very much longer. So whatever we're going to do as we the people, we're going to have to figure it out. And we're going to have to figure it out really damn fast. We're out of time. We did run over a little bit, but that's okay. So for those of you who not signed up to our Telegram page, get over there and get signed up to us. We do put out all of our podcasts we do here every day. We also put out an exclusive podcast once a week, which hopefully we'll be able to do the roundtable this week. I'm not sure yet. Still working on it. Also, if you'd like to reach out to us, you can do so anytime by dropping us an email at dynamicpodcast at protonmail.com. And we would ask you to pass this along to friends, family, known associates. We are trying to grow, but we do need your help in order to do that. So if you could pass this along, we'd appreciate that. We're available everywhere you get your podcast. Also, if you're rating podcast, if you give us a rating when you get a chance, we'd appreciate that as well. Five stars would be a plus. Thank you very much. All right, that's it for today. Thank you for being here today, Bruce. Thank you to all of the listeners. Everyone have a great evening.